This is your host, Lamar Spacey, and we are back with the Space Station Podcast with my brother here, special guest. I'll let him introduce himself. My name is Calvin. You can call me Cal for short. Back in the day, I used to love to call him Colored Eye Cal, 40 <laughs> Cal, any Cal, you know what I mean? All that, all, that, all of that, you know? And but how, how you been, bro? It's yeah, been a little while since yeah. we've actually chilled ourselves. Well, yeah. we was together last week, but you yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. It's a blessing, you feel me? I, any opportunity I could be with my brothers, I, it's always a blessing. So I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, that's a fact. Know, that's for a sure. Fact. So I know you got a lot of stuff going on. You've been having a lot going on. Um, you got a lot of things in the works. Um, if you yeah. just want to tell us, like, uh, how you how you been, bro? Like, uh, tell us what you've been up to. Uh, I mean, I've been good. I've been chilling. Whoa, so much I got going on. Sometimes it's hard to put it in words, but uh, you know, whoa. Yeah, man. I mean, I've been working. I've been busy. I've been keeping myself occupied. You feel me? Between work, you know, my ministry, uh, being a mentor to the youth, being a youth counselor, advocate, youth advocate. You know, so a lot of my time, I'm jam packed. I'm running around. You know, a lot of different titles, little, a lot of little different things I got going on right now. I'm also working on my little. Short film, 40 days, 40 nights, you know. I can't tell you exactly when I'm releasing it, but I'm releasing it sometime soon. It's in the works. Word. You now, know, so. before I ask about the 40 days, 40 nights, yeah. I want you to put me on about some of the youth work because I've been, honestly, I've been trying to yeah. implement something in the community or team up with somebody. So I'm glad yeah, that yeah. you actually make it an initiative to do this. So uh, put, put us on. I want to uh, know uh, something. I'm gonna tell you the truth. My my youth, my youth uh, outreach and my youth, pretty much outreach really began. I'd say approximately in 2016. That's when I started connecting with a lot of youth. Originally through the church. That's where it first started with me. No shout out to church. You feel no. me? That's where I, I was identified as a youth leader. So then I took that initiative. I, and I realized that I was still young. I'm only like 19, 20 at the time. And who better can relate to these kids than me? Somebody, you feel me? Yeah. Like, and I, I lived, I lived the lifestyle. I've been out there. I've been in. I've had a lot of different family conflicts. I've been in a lot of different of those environments, so I could relate. So once I started identifying myself with many different youth from different cultures too, like from the Hispanic culture, the black culture, you know, black households, even found myself found found little. American Caucasian kids yeah. reaching out to me, so it was just like, yeah. "Well, I got something the here." Streets, you yeah, me? streets don't discriminate. I'm like, so let me, you know, let me tap in, and I started uh, looking around, and then I encountered this um, my 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 part time job at the Valley Youth House, where where I work with a lot of youth kids that are in crisis, and and wh where's that at? That's in Allentown. That's in Bethlehem, actually. Yeah. It's actually in Bethlehem. So so like when you go to to the um, your second job or like. Is it you do anything like in your free time like that you just want to say like oh, I feel like I need to go out oh, and oh, do um, this. I'm I'm just asking. Yeah, no, I'm no, not for sure. Uh, uh, it depends. It depends, and I won't say because my whole thing is I don't want to force myself. Yeah. I like it to be genuine. I, I like to identify and connect with people. I don't really like to force the issue. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm gonna go outside and be a poster boy and hold up this sign like I'm here to help the youth like. Whoever I encounter, that's who I'm going to give my all. Like, whoever I interact with, however way we cross paths, that's really what's going to engage me into looking out for you. Or you come, a lot of times, a lot of youth come reaching out to me. A lot of kids find me out. So, you know, I just try to give them yeah. knowledge and wisdom and advice people wasn't giving me. Because when I was 16, 17, 18, I was going through these young 
uh, you know what, as they call it, the puberty phase. Puberty phase. You know, Man, we was going, on a whole lot of gang shit. You ain't got a shit. No, I'm not even talking about that though. I'm just talking about you know hormone. You going through hormonal changes. Oh, okay, you be going yeah. through mad different changes the, at that age. The natural. And stuff, you yeah. can't really talk. Some kids don't talk to their parents about stuff like that. Yeah. Some people don't know who to go to about that. So you feel me, like. I just try to be that voice for the kids, you feel me? But yeah, definitely, and when it comes to that street stuff, you know, we was all that, you know. There ain't no need to lie about it. I ain't yeah. sugarcoated it. Now, that's one thing. I I, I won't say I glorify it, because I definitely don't want to glorify the lifestyle, but we definitely was definitely outside. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we was outside. I don't want to um, go off in too much of a tangent, but I do I do like the what you just said, because um, me being wanting to do that stuff, sometimes I feel like, when I have these thoughts that I have to go the extra mile so people see that I'm not bullshitting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. then another side of me says like, well, I don't necessarily have to prove anything to anybody yeah. as long as I know what I'm doing. If I'm benefiting the next person's yeah. life or if I'm not putting them on but but at least steering them yeah. so they could do the right things in their life and then they yeah. can eventually drop jewels on somebody else and yeah. I'm cool with that. But I do sometimes struggle with yeah. Wanting to prove myself that I might do something that's just like that might have people think like you you probably doing too much. You know yeah, what I, mean? I hear you. I definitely I know where you're coming from. But one of the biggest things I realized and I identify with in my my journey was that you gotta live it. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you, you gotta, you gotta be the example. Cause like how many times I could identify my upbringing where a lot of the men in my life would tell me like, oh, don't do this, don't do that, or oh, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. Meanwhile, they doing everything they tell me mm-hmm. not to do. So it's like, you leading me astray because you tell me to do one do thing. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Yeah. And I couldn't respect that. So whereas with me today, it's like, I'm not going to waste my breath telling you something I'm not doing. So like, with me, it's just being an example. You got to be that role model. And you got to realize this too. Sometimes that's a calling. Not everybody is designed to do that. Not everybody's a leader. Not everybody has that capability to really lead the people. We're all leaders in our own ways. Don't don't mistake that. But not everybody empowers the gifts and the talents to operate in that. Because you got to realize this. When you're in that position, you're sacrificing yourself. Yeah, exactly. You got to put your own interests and your own viewpoints sometimes to the side in order to meet the needs of the people. You get what I'm trying to say? I'm not yeah. saying that you're not going against your morale or your, princi- your principles. But what I'm saying is you got to be willing to say no to certain things to show them that, hey... You could do it too. Yes, you know? that, that brings me back. So, like, I'll say about 2000, late 2016, early 17, that's yeah. where I started making my transition. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. not to go into too much detail or long talk, but um, yeah. I gave up the religion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I started looking more towards my ancestors, my people. Mm-hmm. How can I benefit them? Mm-hmm. With the things that I'm doing in my life, mm-hmm. so I started studying health, like Dr. Sebi, yeah. other teachers like Ashra Kwesi and Sarah yeah. Soon Seti and Young Pharaoh, and honestly, they did even to this day. They still help me discover new things mm-hmm. about our culture as, as African people, yeah. even stuff about myself. Just the way they they word things, and then you could just see the correlation between the ancient. And in the present day, yeah. so that's why I started identifying more with that. Yeah. Then there's this man in the sky, yeah, yeah. and he's directing your life for you. You're not Absolutely. you. You're not controlling your own destiny. I yeah. I couldn't 
I couldn't stick with that anymore. I, yeah. I had a lot more questions. I had a lot yeah. more thoughts. So I just yeah. wanted to go and discover those. Yeah. And that's no slight, because I know yeah. that's your thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I want to hear... Yeah, salvation. You, salvation. <clears throat> a lot of people feel to realize... <clears throat> excuse me. Pardon me. Salvation is an individual journey. Like, that's a choice. You feel me? Like, and me coming up, a lot of people get this mis misinterpretation that, like, I grew up religious, like, or I grew up in the church. I didn't grow I up like that. I can see why, because you definitely taking it seriously, yeah, but that's yeah. why I fuck with it, because yeah. you're actually doing this. Yeah, like, you feel me? Like, a lot of people believe, like, I was a church boy. Like, I grew up in church, bro. That wasn't my, that wasn't my stilo. Like, I grew up, I had a mom and a dad that was... That loved and, you, took care of me. Yeah, they nurtured and loved me, but, like, they were of the world. Now, they wasn't teaching me scriptures. They wasn't teaching me the Bible. I mean, my mother always told me that there's a God and you, you know, but when you're ready to find him, you will find him. That's my mom. Whereas my father, he identifies with everything that you speak on. So my father, he don't believe in Jesus Christ. So when you look on me, you be like, some people identify, oh, this young man grew up in the church. Mm -hmm. But no, that wasn't the case. I won't say I didn't have an influence in my grandmother. My grandmother was in the church. She was always in in the church. She was an usher. You know, she prayed. She, she was a prayerful grandmother. And uh, my great-grandmother, Tua, if I'm not mistaken, was a, actually, in her later terms, she was a, uh, I believe she became a, a minister as well. But, like, what I'm trying to say, there was no dominant home figure that I was getting this. As a kid, you know, he was getting I, it from different. I was in the world, yeah, you know. Yeah, I celebrated every holiday. I, I went about, I went about my life on those terms, you know. Yeah. But like, like I said, like but, I had to give that background just so people understand that this wasn't a fly by night or this wasn't something that I just grew up in. Yeah, there was it's not something because there, there's a lot of people that that I've seen mm -hmm. that that's like, oh yeah, I gotta change. Change my life, gotta turn my life around, gotta yeah. be a man of God. Yeah. But next week you you back up in platinum. That's that. Or, or you at the bar, you, yeah, you chugging God. drinks, or you rolling yeah. up backwards. That, that's like, why I that, don't know. That's why we say the house of God. You go after a while, you gonna know the difference between the saints and the ain'ts. You know, no, not right, everybody. I, 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 I fuck with you. I fuck with that. <laughs> not everybody. You know, everybody that say Lord, Lord ain't gonna be saved, and everybody that call upon the Lord ain't in the Lord. You feel me? Many, you know, a lot of them honor them, honor him with their lips, but their hearts is far from him. So, like, my whole salvation, what I'm trying to get to the core now of this, happened when I was 19, you know? Like, <clears throat> so that's when I first seek Jesus Christ. That's when I first seek God. Well, I didn't even seek Jesus Christ first. I seek God. So, I what, seek God. what made, from the stuff that we, that, endured, that we, that we endured, endured, what made you right. want to embrace that instead of just saying, like, I just need to get my life right. All right, so that was always my motto, getting my life right. I always wanted better for myself. I always wanted to live a better life. But there has to be something but, going but, into that. Yeah, absolutely. Mean? But there was a point where it was just like, I don't know. Like, me personally, my advocates, I had personal advocates, like, who I would go to. I respect My that. mom and my grandma. My mom and my grandma, that was my foundation. Those is who I would go to for guidance, leadership, Love, nurture, whatever I needed, I'll go to them. But it came a point in time they couldn't even help me. They couldn't help me. These issues and these battles I was fighting, I had to fight myself. And they couldn't help me no more. So I remember I told, I called my grandma, and my grandma been telling me to go to Christ. She been, she been preaching that to me. She been, she been like. Yeah, cause like on my mom's side of family, yeah. mm -hmm. I grew up Jehovah's Witness. I yeah. wasn't in the kingdom hall every day, but yeah. I know some of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So grandma was always telling me, "Yo, grandson, you need to get with the Lord." But I used to push it off. Like I serve God how I wanted. Like I don't need to exactly. do all of that. That's exactly. That's how, how I used yeah. to be. For me, I be I was like that. And then 
I remember um, my mom, I told my mom, like, because at the time I was going through, like, pregnancy scares. I had a criminal record. Yeah, you know, we all, I was, we all you have been me? through some. I, yeah. I had felonies and all of that. And I had, like, this street reputation that, like, I wouldn't say that I no longer wanted to identify with, but it was, like, it was too complicated. That's not... What what you want your legacy to be yeah, known not, for? Like I didn't want to be forty all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because Some, when yeah. I had to be forty all the time, you can't be part time in the street, bro. It's either you in or you out. Mm-hmm. And we got bros that was sixteen, seventeen, getting sent to state penitentiary doing five to ten. That's some of them are still locked up to this day. We'll never see again till this day. So it was just like, yo, bro, you got to make a way for yourself. And like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna. I'm going to try to get to the point because I know we're we kind of all over the place, but it, this is genuine conversation. This is real and dialogue. That's what I'm saying. This is what the Space this Station is, podcast this, this is ain't, about. This Space ain't Station. scripted. Like, this ain't an act. This is real life. This is our real life. This is my real life. So, when I was 19, bro, I had a job at the pharmacy. I had a, I was at a pharmacy. I was a pharmacy tech. Mind you, I came from selling, I was selling Zane. Yeah, you were selling pharmacies. Uh, yeah, I was selling the pharmaceuticals. So, like, yo, I had an opportunity to actually legitimately sell pharmaceuticals and Yo, boy, I'm 19. Like, that's young. Yeah, that's that's a good ass job. Me? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm alongside uh 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 what's what's their name? I can't even think of their name right now. Uh, the people that prescribe your medications and stuff like that. Uh, uh prescribe. I, I don't uh, know off the top of the yeah, head. I ain't gonna you lie. Know, yeah. The people that prescribe your meds. Your doctors. And yeah, shit. and their little lab coats, bro. I'm in the mm-hmm. lab. They ain't I, no real. Doctors, I'm in the lab. I'm talking about narcotics. Permethazine, codeine, I'm 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 actually pouring <laughs> it in, you know. And this is, bro, I was sipping lean, so now I'm here. You actually, I'm labeling you it. Seeing how this shit actually, how you know, science I'm actually seeing work. the medical field hands on. So mm. like, I seen hope. Yo, like I don't gotta be on the block no more. I don't gotta trap. I could do this legally. Mm-hmm. I could become one of them. I could become a pharmacist. That's what the they money are. Money wouldn't be coming as fast, but it's yeah. more lucrative. You know, it's more me? I'm like, yo, I could be a pharmacist. So, long story short, I was there about two weeks, bro. But they was loving me, cause my work ethic. That's one thing about me. I always had a work ethic. So they're like, oh wow, we love him. Cap, they asking me to come in on my days off to help them. Fill up the pills and all of that. So I'm just like, yo, I'm in here. I'm doing. I'm actually doing something yeah, myself. Show them. Like, yeah, I, I already let my family down. I already done let everybody down. So I'm like trying to make up for my mistakes. Yeah. You know. So long story short, after them two weeks, they, my criminal background came back, and they're like, mm. we're sorry, Kevin. We have to let you go. Damn. And I'm under the understanding the impression that juvenile offenses don't yeah, correlate. Like- into that, I don't see why they would. Oh, if, oh, you're you're sealed. You're a minor. Oh, you're only 16. Nah, bro, they treated me like a fugitive. Yeah, because I committed a violent crime. So that's why I encourage a lot of the young people you, that do have encounters. You think with if, the law. You, if your skin was a little lighter, they would have swept that under the I, table? I mean, it's a possibility, but at the same time, the crime I committed was kind of violent. So yeah, you okay, know, okay, so okay. you know, yeah. like. But it's a possibility, you know, you probably, you know, some of them good people got them good people connections, you know. Yeah. We didn't have that. I ain't have that, so, oh, he, you know. He's one of the good ones, so we'll just <laughs> overlook that yeah, real quick. Yeah, you know, and that happens. I'm not saying it don't. It do, but in my situation, that was the case. Yeah. So, you know, I, I lost it, bro, and I remember that's when I said, like, I had to really seek divine. I, this was divine now. like Divine intervention. I needed divine intervention. And I remember I got on my knees, and I told him straight up, straight like this, I didn't know who I was talking to. I ain't know. I didn't know what the cross was. I didn't know what salvation was. I didn't know what water baptism was. I didn't know none of that. So I was completely ignorant. Like I had no knowledge on even Christ. Like, so yeah, I'm just seeking just a God. What you knew growing yeah, up. I'm just seeking yeah, a God. Yeah. Wh- whoever's up there. Like 
I'm like, Lord, if you are who you say you are and you are the people, my family and people talk about, reveal to me my purpose here. Who yeah. am I? Like, why am I here? Because I feel like a bum now here. I feel like, am I just supposed to be a go-getter my, all my life? Am I supposed to be 40 cow that told the 40? Shit. Am I supposed Still to be out here trapping and taking and finessing and running through all these? There's more. To, there's definitely you know, more like, to life than, than just the, that. So I'm like, all right, say no more. So I pray, you know, and... I ain't gonna lie, it wasn't, it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like I got an immediate, like, like, all right, son. Immediate revelation. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get an immediate it revelation. It takes time to, So, yeah. you know, I prayed about it, and I was unemployed for a while, so, you know, I was just looking around, looking around, and I remember I got invited to, I got invited to a church out here. I'm not gonna drop the name because, you know, I ain't gonna go there. But, like, it's, it's one of those new modernized, Churches, churches, like one of the new modern churches, where you might massive see, world, like it's worldly, like you. Don't, you uh, might see a dapper Dan, or you might see one of us in there. You like you just see all, you all just types see, of people. You see all kinds of. It's just a whole. It looks more like a theatric. It looks like a, sh- a show. It looks like if I was visiting a play. So when I got up in there, I, I mean, no disrespect to young women that dress like that, but like. I'm going to the house of God, or I'm saying I'm going to church. I expect to see some women adorning themselves in holiness. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I thought I was at the club. I'm like, hey, <laughs> just you know, asses fat and dressy. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, hey, yo, Jeez like, popping. I'm like, is this church? Like, this ain't church to me. Mm-hmm. Like, so I blocked it out that service, and then I actually contacted my grandmother and her home church, which is now happens to be my home church. I've been there one time, but there was only like five members there, and I was like. It's not, is it I'm a, like, Grandma, what you doing Small-time church is, yeah, like, big. It's small. No. It's a small, small church, but these, I'm talking about old women, old wise women, yeah. old black women, like... That got some sense to it. It's yeah. very, very spiritual, so I'm just mm-hmm. like, I went, for, but this time, though, I didn't go, I wasn't invited. You just... I went myself, yeah. and, and I went, and this, the, it wasn't, like, it was more intimate. I had an intimate, I had an encounter. I encountered the God that they spoke upon, this Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that I wasn't acquainted with. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, like, but I got to keep coming, though. And I kept coming, but was it easy? No. It was a, a tug of war. Because you got to understand it. There's a battle between good and evil. There's good and evil is continuously fighting. So I had the influence of the world, the lifestyle I was commonly living, the lifestyle I always lived, the lifestyle that I was accustomed to. Because it's easy to stay accustomed to the things you're used to. It's It's easy easy to stay where you was always once was because you're familiar with it. But new challenges. Yeah. It was like, it was a war. I had a war within. It was a war going on. I was being tempted. I was being offered things I desired. Bro, I was having Cuban chains, necklaces, stuff. I This is stuff I like, things I lusted over. Yeah. Women, money, clothes. Like, that was my my focus was just on the materialism of life. Yeah, yeah. So, it was easy to influence me in that regard because that's what I like. I wanted to be that bull. I wanted the, I wanted the, the hundred thousand dollars, the million dollar, and the bad Jones. I, I wanted to live like a rapper. You feel but me? I, you dove deep within yourself and you found something. Purpose. You found a purpose. Found that. Found that. Vibe, found a root that is going to empower. Me. That's going to empower you for years and years, and, years to come. and keep me. But and keep me out of the keep up me out of harm's way. The thing that I wanted, to, that I've always wanted to ask you yeah. is. Why the church necessarily? Like, what drew did, me? did like before I um sorry yeah. to cut you off? Yeah. Like, 
when you say those things, right? Like, yeah. and I'm not trying to undermine the church or anything, because yeah, yeah. that's all we all do our own thing. But yeah. do you feel within yourself like that was you? Like you didn't need external power to feel the blessings that you feel today, to feel the good fortune that you feel today. You don't. Do you feel in some some instances like that's you? Like you did that with no help or without a spiritual guide. Cause that's pretty much when I yeah, go through things, yeah. only I can hold myself yeah. back and I can only make myself yeah. progress. Yeah, yeah. So for me, but the thing when I think that somebody uh, has some type of con some so, some type of control over my destiny, it's mm -hmm. like I can't really ride with yeah. that. So I want to hear my your mind. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you gotta realize this though. Well, in my perspective and what I endure, many are called, few are chosen. So this was a calling over my life. This is a calling. Because if it wasn't so, I wouldn't still be doing it. I was called out. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why I was attending all them Sundays, but I felt something, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't until I came into the knowledge. And it wasn't until I got into that prayer life. And I really solidified myself and identified myself in him. It was him who drew me in. Yes, the church it was a it's an infrastructure. It's a it's a building. But I had to look at it in the supernatural, in the spiritual realm. And that's when I had the, my first encounter with the Holy Spirit. And when that Holy Spirit moved in me, couldn't nobody make me question that. I've been to church all them times when they start praising and they get and they get the the yeah, shoot, yeah. the shouting and the hollering. Yeah. I know to the world that looked crazy because then to me it looked crazy. Like, at what first you growing up, but then you see when when there's ritual ceremonies going mm -hmm. on in Africa, it's yeah. just all the same. We all the same, but there it's really praise. is no difference. It's really. praise and worship. You're, you're, you're praising and worshiping that your higher, your whatever higher divinity whatever you see. Exactly. But what I'm saying is I had that encounter. I had like that Paul, that Paul, when Paul was on his way to Damascus to persecute the Christians, when he got blinded off his beast, that's the kind of encounter I had. Like, I said, whoa, he's real. Like, that's what I had. Like, whoa, this ain't fake. Like, this ain't, this ain't a mockery. This ain't nothing to play with. Like, this is real. I had to humble myself. Yeah. I couldn't come up in there high-minded and proudful. Like I had to be strict. Like I had to humble myself in his sight because it wasn't like it was it was something very empowering, bro. Like I, I pray my biggest prayer is that anybody and everybody, because the truth about it is it's for everybody. It's just not everybody's gonna accept it. Not everybody's gonna receive it. But in my personal encounter, in my personal experience, I wish everybody could get that feeling, that revelation. Cause I know there's a lot of souls out here that have questions. Like, There's a lot of souls out here suffering and have doubt. My revelation yeah. was more so. I'm trying to put put this in the best words without yeah. sounding like condescending or anything. Like my man's Edgar. Shout out to Edgar. Um, everybody knew who Edgar is. He used to do the 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 fuck was that shit called? You know the, the little car and the shit he used to get niggas to do. The little like scammer type shit. Wake up now. <laughs> but he wasn't no scammer though. He ain't no scammer. But get off that. Like Edgar, and he not even necessarily African. I mean, he's Puerto Rican. He's yeah. put me onto knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he was just showing me like real facts, articles, yeah. pictures, things you guys see. Like yeah. in Egypt and Africa, they was blowing our noses and lips off of, of the structures and statues yeah. and stuff. Yeah. When you read the Bible, some of the verses, and then you look at some of the, the ancient texts that uh, our ancestors was writing, yeah. it goes hand in hand. Yeah. So, like, 
when I first got into this, I did openly and blatantly disrespect religion. I used to say, fuck Jesus. I used to say all that. But as I came along two years later, two, three years later, I realized that even I didn't even have to do that because there's still so much in common. Whether somebody wants to say it was stolen yeah. from Africa or the other way around. Whether yeah. somebody wants to say that they're just bullshit altogether. Yeah. There's too many coincidences for all of it yeah. to be bullshit. You know there's, what I mean? There's a lot of... You gotta realize this too, bro. Like, there's a lot of theology. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of theology in the world. A lot of this stuff is not of, meant to be taken yeah. literal. And there's a lot of doctrine. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different doctrines. And that's why I follow... And the Bible instructs me not to eat off every table. Cause that's where you get conflicted. Cause exactly. if you feast off every table, if you be, if you feast with a Jehovah Witness, if you feast with a Pentecostal, if you feast with a Catholic, if you feast feast with a, a Presbyterian, then you go and feast with a, a Orthodox Arab or Orthodox African or a, a Muslim Jew. You, those are different. Yeah, those and are different. I, I, I won't different even tables. hold you. There's a lot of niggas and within. Our community, yeah. if you want to call it that, yeah. that's be on a lot of bullshit. You <laughs> know what I mean? So there are stuff that even even in Christianity that make more sense than a lot of the whole type, if you want to call it yeah. whole type shit. But yeah. you know, I mean, like I just wanted, yeah, you gotta, yeah, bro. My whole thing is my if I if if I could really say something, I mean, everybody's entitled. Everybody's faith is different. Yeah, exactly. And you gotta think about this culture comes into play. Upbringing comes into play. Perspective comes to, into play. Because there's so many different levels and layers to faith. Faith and belief, that's a very complex, broad subject. Because different influences can cause you to believe differently. Certain experiences and encounters in your life can make you look at things differently. So it's all, a lot of people that we come across or we have encountered so far in our young, because we're still very young. Yeah, we still right. got a lot to learn. And this is one thing I always say, and I say it proudly, I don't know it all. I still ask questions. There's exactly, still things yeah. I'm still unaware of. Like even now, you know, I might, like right now, there's mm-hmm. shit that off camera, I'll probably know like that. Yeah. But right now, yeah. the, my mind do go blank every yeah. now and then. Like I don't know everything, yeah, but sure. when we get off camera, yeah. I might know a little more. Yeah. When we yeah. have another conversation, sure. I might have some other yeah. facts pop we up. We got to continuously head. learn. Yeah. And we got to continuously pray. You know, we got to we gotta continue to grow. You know, we got to develop. Yeah, that's not... We're still developing. We're still young men. This is just a, a spark. This is just a beginning to a lot for us. Yeah. Whereas to somebody that's in their 60s, 70s, 80s, or maybe in their forties, fifties, a lot of people don't encounter some of the things we encounter yeah, right now, and, and there's some like things that. that they encounter that we have yet to encounter. So, you know, that's why I continue to pray. That's one of my biggest reasons why I'm still in the faith and why I'm still holding strong to the faith is because the divine guidance, the guidance that I'm getting, no man ever fed me, no man ever poured into me, no man poured this into me. You know, like this is I'm learning and being. This is all revelation. This is all revelation given unto me. There's male figures in my life to this day that they really have no say in what I do because I'm seeking divine God. I'm seeking my Lord. I'm seeking my Savior to guide me. And that's on me. I got to take what come with that. Everybody else not going to agree with me, but I'm I'm okay with that. I made peace with that within myself, that this is my path. This is my destiny, and I'm going to walk it. And as long as I'm walking it, I got to walk it. Because exactly. there's now, now the thing about it is, now I got people watching me. I may be the only Christ they ever see. Mm-hmm. I may be the only Bible they may ever read. So now that's why I got to walk 
rightfully, if this is what I'm representing, this is what I stand for. I got to walk justly. I got to walk it. Because let's believe it. There's people out there that know the Bible probably more than what I know it. Mm -hmm. And God forbid I walk out of that order. They're going to be like, oh, I thought he was this. Oh, I, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, you shouldn't, you know, because believe it or not, there's gainsayers, naysayers, and people that openly rebuke you and look in the seek your downfall every day. Every day, yeah. Every day. You know how many people, I, they want to see 40 back so bad? I miss 40, but I, I'm not <laughs> going to say I want him back. I'm glad that 40... Evolve. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad there's... You could jump back, like, not saying that you do, but yeah. if, if if ever came down to you having to do something serious, yeah. that you're not going to let what you have learned yeah. turn you into something that you're not... Like, I don't think that'll make you look weak. Yeah. You have a different mind about going about things, know Absolutely. what I mean? So like, yeah. you don't have to resort to some of the shit niggas used to do back yeah, then, straight violent, sure. cursing niggas out, <laughs> tagging each other on yeah. Facebook, talking all this bullshit. Like, Beefing with the bro, whole I, world, I, right? I haven't been on that type of time. Even then, yeah. you know, I was yeah. only really with shit to look out for my brother and my close friends yeah. within the shit. No, that's a fact. I mean, bro, you always was cool, though. Yeah, that's what I'm bro, saying. Like, bro, I was always the one. Any, that... I, I, I used to get me tight. Now, because now we going to talk. Yeah. It used to get me tight, like, when people would try to comfort you. Not that you had many instances where people really came oh, for yeah, you. Oh, yeah, I ain't never been bullied. Let's get that, let's get that no, out the no, way. No, for fact, never no. been bullied. <laughs> but, like, when people would try to get out of line with you, I mean, you can't say we was on the front line of defense for you every time. Every time. We was on that front line for, bro, every time. Cause there, there was times where nigga, me by myself, niggas yeah. wouldn't even admit to the yeah. bum shit that they was doing yeah, in high school. Yeah, Fuck y'all yeah. niggas. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wasn't going like that, though. Yeah. We wasn't going like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. We, like, even, even in those days, like, even when shit was real, niggas had had a, had a mutual respect. Yeah. Like you couldn't just violate yeah. us. Yeah, that's a fact. Like we was bitches or yeah. nothing no, like nobody that. Nobody played crazy like that. that. Yeah. Nobody played crazy with us like that. And I mean, I ain't trying to black like blast that, but that's the truth though. Like nobody was really playing too crazy with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's like, trying to be humble, but yeah. like, now I mean, we they, was cool. But they wasn't playing too crazy with us. And like me, I could be with Raymond talking about anime and, <laughs> and wrestling and basketball. I could go with y'all niggas like, yo, yeah. who, who matching after school? What's the links? What's yeah, gang well, on? Yeah, well, we was on. Yeah, yeah, we was popping out for sure. That's why I'm glad like I tried to get, I try to give myself to both of my yeah, you was very both my parties. You was very people. diverse, yeah, and even with me too, cause like people fail to realize too, I wasn't always it wasn't always gang gang with me either. Like I love basketball, football. I always love having a good time too. Don't get it twisted. It's just though when you when you jump in it though you gotta yeah. be, you gotta be and in being it. Being at that age, like yeah. you, you can't like, like you, you can't show no, no type of weakness, iffiness yeah. at all. Like you have and to like show you gotta realize too. It came to the point like. If I go out in public with my mom, I got to move militant because, like, people was getting punched and, on with their moms and, of, and, yeah, like, and stuff. And, I, and that's one thing about me, too. A lot of people, like, my mom to this day, bro, she's still learning things I was doing. My mom wasn't aware. Like, and you know how, like, the news, like, and the people in the, like, the news articles and people in uh, places of power, but, oh, you knew you what your son was doing. You know your son was no say. A lot of the cases, lot, lot of our moms don't. don't be knowing what we be doing. Like they not with us all the time. I ain't gonna lie, like um, like when every like when the whole shit, the whole charade just started coming down. Like yeah. my parents were shocked at some of the shit that was going down. My crib got raided twice during those gang years, bro. Yeah, I remember and it was it was really shocking. Yeah, our parents didn't know. Like my mom, I kept everything away from home. 
Like, my exactly mom found out. I, I, I try to keep it away from home, but the thing was, a lot of people were snitching. <laughs> you know, yeah, a lot, a lot of niggas we thought we were solid and cool, just yeah. singing like a bird. They're snitching, and uh, you feel me? And family that that didn't want to snitch on you, but they didn't yeah. want to see you go down that path. Yeah. They was telling, and then I started getting sloppy and stopped caring. And then you know, mom started peeping certain things, but you know, but like. Hey, it, it happened though, and I feel like it all happened for a wiser purpose though. Yeah. I mean, cause I learned from it. Now, a lot of people didn't learn, even, don't learn from it. Even, even the negative it. shit that I'm desensitized to now, I yeah. can say I I use it to a benefit now. Yeah, you got to. Got now to. I know because some of the encounters we have with niggas or yeah. just like with groups of people that yeah. even if I'm by myself, nigga, I know to stand ten toes down. Absolutely. Like, hey, ain't nobody gonna try to bitch me about yeah. me naked. <laughs> You know what I mean? You just gotta, you yes, you ain't gotta fucking go overboard to prove yourself, but just let niggas know, like, hey, I'm staying on my square and that's it. Like, niggas ain't gonna move me off my square unless I move. But, yeah, man, I'm glad. I'm actually glad that I I asked you this and shit. Yeah. Because I never got to hear specifically why you went on. Yeah, bro. religion and yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, I had to though. Yeah. I feel like this is. This I would is love me. to. I would love you. To have some African shit with you, you know what I mean? But My, you, know, you could teach yeah, me things too. Yeah, you know what I mean, we we gonna we continuously learning. Yeah, exactly. We continuously learning. You know, mm, ain't no telling. You know, we just continuously yeah. learning. Now about the forty days, forty nights. Yeah, forty. Without days, revealing man. too much. Yeah, yeah. Let let us know, son, because I do want I wouldn't mind being part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Call for me. sure. I, I, I want I want all the guys in it. I want all my all my bros. That I still have a good rapport with. That's still like involved or you know support me. I want no, to be no, there. Huh. Not to get off too off topic, but because I know I, I lost people during my transition. Oh, not yeah. not saying lost their life, but did yeah. you like did people oh, yeah. move away from yeah, you? Or did, sure. did people come closer? And definitely, yeah. you gotta understand, bro. My own family was looking at me like I was crazy. Yeah, like a little my, bit. Yeah, my, my my own family. My mom. My 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 dad's like. I'm telling you the truth. He said, "Like, what is you doing? <laughs> like, what is you doing? Like, I'm I'm be real, bro. My pops be on what you be on. Yeah, yeah. Your blackness. Like, yeah. I'm dying by my blackness. Black like, power. that's yeah, how my, my that's the time my pops be on. So when he heard that I was in the church at 19, 20 years old, he was just like, "What you doing? My mom was looking at me like, bro. Like, I'm gonna tell you the truth, bro. Like, the one time the guys hit me up." Couple of the bros hit me like, yo, bro, we about to go smoke. Woo, 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 woo. Bro, this is the first time I dubbed them. Like, being in the house of God and all that, and being in the church. And, I dubbed them. And I stayed in the house and I read my Bible for the first time. Like, actually read it. Like, was in it. My mom came in the house and was like. That takes a lot of willpower, niggas don't know. That discipline in mm -hmm. it. That, you know, like I said, so of course, you know, a lot of people was like, oh. Family was like, ooh. Like, mm -hmm. I wasn't received right away. Like, I wasn't working either. I, like, a lot of people don't know this. Like, my first year in the faith, I gave up my car. I dropped out of college. I stopped working. So, I wasn't making no money. I didn't. I lost my car. I gave up on my education to follow something you can't see. And a lot of people going to look at that crazy because right now, I'm questioning it, but I also see where you at now, so I can't question it because I know that shit kept you afloat. I know you kept yourself afloat. Yeah. But the results speak for themselves, bro. Yeah. And I see you doing so. That, that's swell. why, I like, a lot of people was like, "Oh, he's a weirdo now, nigga." Strange. When I got into my transition, mm -hmm. a little bit, I wanted to tell you, like, bro, like, 
not give that shit up, but <laughs> seek other options. Know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. how I felt. Like yeah, I said yeah. in the beginning, bro, yeah. I used to I'll stomp Jesus' face out right now. Like shit, like that crazy shit, bro. Yeah. But now I learned, like, I don't even have to do that. If that's yeah. what somebody want to do, yeah. you still my it, homie. Think about it too, is he love you too, just like I love you. So mm -hmm. regardless of how you feel, you just don't know. But that's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. Your viewpoints are your viewpoints. And I'll never strip nobody of what they believe. Just exactly. like I don't exactly. nobody to strip exactly. me That's from one what thing I, I had to learn too. Like, you feel me? It's not this, this about... Might be, this is my birthright. Yeah, it's not, about, birthright. it's not about converting people. Yeah, yeah, it's nah. about letting people do... Mm -hmm. Not what they want to do, but let people discover themselves the self, for for so, themselves. Yeah, you know what I mean, sure, you can't for so. you can't force religion. You can't tell somebody, oh, yeah, just with your ancient ancestors, you better yeah. respect it, motherfucker. Like, yeah, nah, I'm you can't. And I'm not gonna condemn you just because you don't believe like me. Exactly. That's one thing I like. I just wanted to learn yeah. over the years. Like, yeah. with you, with other niggas that's into the religion, and me and Raymond being what we into. Like, yeah. how can we still get over that? How can we overcome that little? Someone so division? Yeah, not not. I won't even say division because that's a little that's a little too divisive. Yeah, you know what I mean. But a slight dichotomy. Like we still have some of the same interests. We still cool. Still like we grew up on. Yeah. But then when it comes to that, yeah, what we look at or what we look to at the end of the night. Yeah, but that's an individual thing, bro. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. That's all individuality. Because you got to think about it, too, because when we was born, we, so came, saying, we I, came by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then to, when we leave, we leave by ourselves. I had to discover within myself, hey, stop, stop saying the ignorant shit about Jesus. Yeah. Stop. Just because somebody don't want to learn about their African history. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Like, that stuff that, yeah, you're right. It's individual. You do yeah. have to learn that yeah, within it's a, yourself. It's an individual thing because what good, I could lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink it. Exactly. You know how many young people exactly. I claim to Christ or got baptized since I've been in the church, bro? And to be honest, I'm probably the only one still standing. So like I'm glad, I'm glad, bro. Like you honestly, I want you to stick so, with it. Now, so, I mean? so I'm what I'm trying to say is an individual thing. No matter who come, who go, who stay, who don't stay, you got to keep seeking it for yourself, mm -hmm. and that's what it's about. And we, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, bro, we individuals. Yeah, exactly. When we came out of our mother's womb, we came into this world by ourselves. Yeah. We was in that womb by ourselves. I mean, unless you one of those that have fortunate to be a twin, but when yeah, you're yeah, an individual yeah. child, you came out that womb by yourself, and. Like I tell everybody, when you go into that casket or whether you go into that urn, whatever your choice of your, the, the result of your death, whatever path you choose, some choose the grave, some choose the urn, some choose, there's many different ways you could go about your remains when you leave this earth. But when you leave this earth, bro, it's only going to be you. Exactly. So it's like, this is, it's an individual thing. This is an individual journey. When you wake up every morning, you don't consider nobody else before you brush your teeth. You got to brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. When you wake up in the morning, you I got to wash You got to wash you, yourself. You got to get yourself You got to, you know, you, you got to make that morning meal. So it's it's you in that regard. So you got to do what's best for you. And what works for you works for you. And what works for me works for me. Facts. You like red, I like blue. Well, I don't really like blue. It's the other way around. You know what I'm trying to say? It's the other way around. We got different preferences. Everybody yeah. got their own preference. So that's why I don't really ridicule nobody. Exactly. Yeah, that's like I can't ridicule you because, bro, I don't know. That's what you one thing endured. about re religious people that I see, and mm -hmm. then when I see you, yeah, there's a difference. There's a big difference, and then again, there's a whole. They were born in a whole different generation where mm -hmm. maybe those religious yeah laws so, and doctrines were yeah, more so strict. strict. Yeah. yeah. Or now and the thing about it is, you know, it's funny. I, I'm in a holiness church. I'm in a strict church. I'm in a strict church. 
you know? And not that they go against what I think. We all believe the same, but what I'm trying to say is, like, even with me being influenced and being in a, a such you, a stri strict doctrine, you I still, still go about it how you want to perceive that. Yeah. I'm not going to kill you because you got dreads. Or because oh, you... Oh, so then I couldn't even get in your church? No, no, no I'm not saying that. I'm just giving you an example because you got dreads. Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying this is an example. Like, I'm not going to look at you because any differently because you smoke weed. And then, like, that's the thing with me, too. Like, I don't know. A lot of people, they get sanctified. They get saved. They get delivered. They lose sight of what they've been delivered from. How am I going to persecute you and ridicule you for things I was doing? I'm not saved because of my good works. I'm saved because of his grace and mercy. So if he was so gracious and merciful to save me, he didn't save me because I, I just suddenly quit those things. He helped me quit those things. So if you stuck on that and that's what you're doing, how am I going to judge you? Exactly. Because when I was out there, I was doing that and then some. So I can never lose sight of where God brought me from. So that's why I will never judge nobody. And anyways, he instructs us to be witnesses and not judges. See, I realize, bro, a lot of people, yeah, like, they don't yeah, follow no, the I'm word. Learning, bro. I'm they don't, they, they like, don't okay. follow the word. And the thing is, we not living up to a man. Like, I'm talking about your pastor, your leadership. God appoints those leaders before you. He points them. They're supposed to guide you and lead you. Mm -hmm. But you got to live it for yourself. You got to study that Nobody's word for yourself. experience that but you. You, yeah. you got you to study. My pastor tells me all the time, brother Calvin, study to show yourself approved. A workman of God not need to be ashamed. Rightfully dividing the word of truth. Like, you got to know this. You can't know it because I know it. You got to know it. Yeah. You got to walk too it. about. Because a lot of a lot of teachers we we study and learn from, yeah. a lot of their content can't just be taught yeah. like out there in regular world. So we yeah. gotta go to YouTube, yeah, we gotta go to yeah. live stream. Yeah, yeah. You can't just Le go off what these niggas say because yeah. the niggas gonna ask you. All right, so where's your source? Yeah. Where you getting that information? <laughs> like, yeah, he said it. Yeah. Well, where he get that? Yeah, for know sure. What I mean? But like, like we really the moral of the moral of this conversation is like, it's on the it's it's on you as the individual. You gotta seek. Seek and you shall find. Knocking and it shall be answered. You got to seek. Exactly. Now, I realize we did get off the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit more about, about 40 Days, 40 oh, Nights. 40, yeah, so 40 Days, 40 Nights. A little you know, synopsis. Like, I'm trying to, uh, honestly speaking, bro, like, I'm trying to close that, that chapter of my life. Uh, you know, like. Of 40? Yeah, like, I'm trying to really, like, put it, not put an end to it, because it's already ended, but, like. Close that door because I'm going on. I'm moving forward now. Put that key up on the shelf. Yeah, like I've been there, done that. Okay. Some of you don't know where I come from. That's why I was talking to you off camera about like a lot yeah. of people that know me now, they don't know him. They don't know the young man that I once was. Like some people be looking at my, reading my go get a tattoo and they're like, go get it. Like, when did you get that? Like, like they be trying mm -hmm. to like, they don't know me. They just know me today. They know Brother Calvin and that's fine and dandy. But you gotta understand, I came from yeah, somewhere. He went through the mud. Yeah, I came. I came from a from a place. So like, I just want to give the people a visual. Cause a visual, I don't know. It seems like the visual when people can see for themselves, it gives them more of a. Oh wow! There's more of a connection. Like okay, like that's where he was at. No, that's what he was in. Who who you working with on this? Like oh who's, my who's my 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 shooter my shooter uh uh my brother you know Miguel Dryden that's my shout out boy. to my our brother Miguel my Dryden my boy Miguel Dryden I, I'm riding with him all the way. Me and him built a great rapport and we had a great dialogue before I even started doing photography with him. Before I even did any of this with all this because all my work I do with him. I respect uh, that. all my work you I do with him. Support your own. Yeah yeah and like. 
But what a lot of people don't know, me and bro we used to play AU basketball together. We used to play ball as kids together. So like, I wouldn't say our relationship is like how it is today because bro used to be wild quiet and so was I. Mm -hmm. But you know, yeah, Miguel, shit. Mm -hmm. But we grew, we grew, and me and him have a mutual understanding of my vision, and I feel like. I feel like not for nothing. Like he's capturing my trans, my growth. Like I feel like he's capturing yeah. my moments. I can so. say yeah. When we was in school, he was a quiet dude. That's so. why when he started doing his photography and comedy yeah. videos, I was like, hey, like I didn't yeah. know he was like this. He's a good dude too. So like book him. Yeah, yeah, book, book him. Miguel yeah. Dryden on Facebook. Man, I know his uh, Instagram is some extra extra. I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, we, we we not finna quote it right now. Yeah, that's yeah, my boy, and I'm he gonna shoot it. And I got a lot of people in my community. I'm a, I'm gonna work with. Like I got some. Older, old heads, like my barber, I want to get in tune with. He going to be on the project. Got, of course, you know, I'm going to have grandma dropping them, them, them jewels a little mm -hmm. bit too, uh, real quick. And then I'm going to have my guys, like, who I went, went who, who, who I was in it with. Like, <clears throat> like who everybody I grew up with and everybody I struggled with, like, I got to put the people I struggled with in it. It would be fake. At least during the school years, yeah. we was left hand, right hand. I can bro, say that. that's a fact, bro. You know what's crazy to go into that, too? Like, I was thinking about the other day, like, when high school, it was me, you. It was me and you. Yeah, literally, literally like Raymond, you were supposed to be there. Yeah, but he dead. Yeah. Folks dropped out of school. Oh, folks, I'm out of here. He gave up on school. He yeah, said, Los, he came, but he was like, yeah. I'm out with this bitch too. Yeah, he came yeah. and went. Yeah, and then a lot of niggas that yeah. was already locked up. up. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know what's so funny though? You know, I was having this conversation yesterday. Literally, sometimes you don't don't mind me. I be having conversations with myself. I talk to myself a lot. Uh, nah, I do too. Yeah, but uh. Yo, I didn't learn nothing in high school. Honestly, bro, I always <laughs> say this. I always tell you, bro. Yo. Raymond Rose, I always say I learned so much more being life. out. Yeah. Like, life, life shit. Life taught me more. Than being in school. In school, like, what? I fucking learned how, how to bro, play sports. Them four years in high school, bro, was just to... Because state law mandates that we got to be in attendance. Because, bro, I don't remember anything. Yeah, bro, like... I don't you. I remember bro, all the other stuff. Only time I write with a pen is when we write down topics for the podcast. I don't really write with a pen nowadays. Everything's digital. Everything's on a computer, on yeah. a phone. Like we didn't have those lessons growing up in school. And the technology may not have been there, yeah. but the shit we was learning, that shit relevant, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I sometimes think maybe because I didn't apply myself. But, like, I just don't remember anything. Yeah, like, I don't remember I say, them teaching like, me anything that really shit, I know applied. how to talk and read yeah, absolutely. And, and write. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I need a little bit more. Like, there's a lot of real-life shit. Like, Man, that after graduation, bro. Ain't teaching us nothing. Yeah, honestly, bro. Like, they ain't teaching us how to manage would, our money, how to build think, credit. Adult living ain't teaching me how to be an adult. <laughs> well, I learned how to fucking bake cookies. Just brag. <laughs> We could yo, learn so it's much. It's so more. bad. It's so bad. I don't remember high school teachers' names. Like, nah, some I do. Yo, I want to say this. R.P. Mr. Mo. Oh yeah, rest in peace, Mr. Mo. Good dude. Good I've man. Seen, good you know man. that was our man. Yeah, I've seen him a couple dude. times after graduation. That I just was, never would have thought yeah, it got that yeah, bad, and yeah. he not even here with us no more. Yeah, that was our senior, um, senior year. Uh, uh, he was our English teacher. Yeah. You know what's so Mr. funny? Mo. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Uh, for the senior pan panorama picture. When we was throwing up the G's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bro. Oh, no. Nah, yeah, yeah. I thought I bought my yearbook here. But, bro, I still got the uh, yearbook. I'd be looking at that shit like, yo, what if we really was in the mood of that picture? And yeah, they, we'd have ruined it. Yeah, they said, like, yo, yeah. we wouldn't even been able to take another picture. Bro. bro. I, I remember it vividly. Yeah, they was like, are, are you... They bought me, you, and Lowe's. They was yeah. like, are you, are you guys bloods? Yeah. No, I was just like, shit, I'll let you know right now. I ain't no gang, but I dance, sure ain't no blood. <laughs> 
My exact words. <laughs> I remember I walked into Mr. Moore's classroom, being all cute, came in class mad late, and he was like, yo, bro, you were sick. He looked at me like... Yo, bro, they gonna call you down to the office because it's your said picture. That? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I looked at you and I was like, "Oh, word!" And then not even I kid you not, a minute or two later, we got a phone call. Mr. Mosa, Calvin, they want you down at the administrator's office. I went down there. I think it was what Mr. McNulty, and yeah, McNulty, McNulty, and Mr. Delgado. They were just looking at me like, "Bro, I don't even remember <laughs> if we got in trouble, like disciplinary no, I got, action." Yeah. I was in school for like a week. Yeah, yeah. I think we might have got in school, but like yeah. that's just kind of a blur. But it's just like, yo, there's Mose ain't never come back to school, so he never faced no consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas was dead ass. Oh, in the picture, bro. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. y'all found us in the tip top they, corner. They were discriminating. They knew what we was about, and that's what Mr. Delgado. I, I don't like that too. People be trying to judge you off your peoples. He's yeah, like, he's like, yeah. Like, I know your family. I know what. You, what? Oh, oh, yeah. Because he he always yeah. talked about like your mom and dad from yeah, kids. Yeah, he tried to my grand like because he grew up in the acres. He grew okay. up in the acres, so my lot of my kin they grew up in the acres. So he he swore he knew me. I'm like, bro, you don't know me. Yeah, you don't know what like I'm just, about. What they did, I mean, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, uh. like, you don't know me. You don't know me from a hole in the wall. But it was funny though because the funny thing about it is they called my grandma. My grandma really didn't answer the phone. I got out of school. My grandma called. She said, "What the school calling me about, boy?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing, grandma. You know." It's just... <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know if I told my parents nah, or yeah, yeah. anything. But they, but they was on that, though. They was like, I can take you to the gang task force right now, gang detective right now. He'll tell you it's a gang. Woo, woo, woo. They was trying to find out our correlation. Uh, I was just like, was oh, like, now I'm throwing an O up in front of my eyes. I said, no, nah, you feel yeah, me? That's that's a, a, I said, no, nah, that's a G. <laughs> And bro, I just was just like, yo, are y'all serious? Like, yeah, nah, yeah, you know, we learned though. Like, we there, learned from like, I ain't say this, but there was motherfuckers bring knives and guns in school. Y'all worried about a, a senior picture? Yeah, they was mm. on that. They was on that with us. Mm. You feel me? They had see, to. They that had let, to that let that let some of y'all know. Not to brag, but we was them niggas now. <laughs> yeah. we, we, was, uh, we was known, know what I mean? We was known. Uh, yeah, they knew who we was. Yeah, man. They wasn't playing about us. I'm gonna try to. Stay stuck in the high school years, but I do. I definitely do miss high school. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I'll be real. I don't really miss it no that much because I, I don't know. Like I really don't. But sometimes, time to time, like my relationships with people, I, that's I, what I. That, miss, that's I what the, the connection with the people. Because like a lot of people, I don't really even talk to no more, or I don't even identify with no more. And it's cool, you know. And like, even like still, oh, besides like you, like I'm glad like we now like we. Still keeping contact. Yeah, for sure. Raymond, he always been there. Los always been there. Like, yeah. there's some people that we was with every day in high school, bro. I don't even remember. Like, That's I know there's niggas I used to chill with in class every day. Don't we don't even speak That's right? Like right now, you just be seeing them on social media and stuff. You feel me? Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes a lot of people's doing good. A lot of people yeah. not so good. And yeah, some people's just really like, I I would have thought better. Yeah, you know what I mean? Life go on. Yeah. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of people that thought us, like, we Whoa. wasn't going to amount to shit. <laughs> they thought I was going to yeah. be a nobody. Yeah. You like, feel me? Hey. 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 Talk a little, but I got a podcast going. I say <laughs> a lot of niggas still sitting hey. around, going to Gravity, going to H2O. Whoa. I ain't never been into the club, you feel yeah. me? God saved me at IT for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> See, he even had experience. He said, he said, Cal, you can't turn 21 out here, boy, because you're going to end up in jail. You're going to be dead or you're going to have eight baby mamas. Bro, I ain't never been to one of the clubs yet. I, I I'm kind of somewhat glad. No, that's a fact, bro. You ain't missing out on nothing. What's going on out there? People getting punched on, spit on, smacked on. These Jones out here still acting unseemly. unseemly. You know? Now, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Shit that, that used to be frowned upon high school, like, getting exposed. Bitches exposing themselves. <laughs> they they sign up premium snaps for us to send 
money to them. It's like, bitch, all these years in school, like, you could have been doing this for free. Like, you ain't even try to make it in life yet. That you have to resort. That's why, like, when... I know sometimes it be jokes with the women. Women aren't that funny. I'm just let that be known. Women ain't funny. But... It's like, when y'all when y'all do this shit, like, I don't even know what I was going to go with this shit, but it was just like, when I see women putting their cash out, I don't know if these jokes are for real, when I see women putting their cash out, like, I see my mom struggle and get through the mud, so I can't yeah, respect that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't respect no woman showing ass and, and saying, oh, fashion over, tag fashion over, or tag, um... Some fucking Instagram modeling agency a, or but, Instagram photographer. But that's the generation we in right now. Bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, everybody is, want clout, but bro. I can't. I can't because I see. I see real women in real time go through it and that's build for themselves that's and sustain that's and endure. That's a fact. But you know, you can't. I mean, I won't say you can't blame them, but at the same time, you can't blame them because if they knew better, they'd do better. Exactly. They don't know no better. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, and the thing about it is, you never know. They might eventually evolve into that woman. It's just right now is the time where they're going to do what they do, you know? Let them do what they do. Because you can't save them. Can't save them. <laughs> can't tell nobody what to do. But integrity over popularity is what uh, I Every say. day. Every Any day. Any day. But, you know, bro, we live we living in a time where clout, that's it. That's the drug of choice. Clout. Everybody want to be recognized. Everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody want to be a somebody. And don't get it mistaken. You can be a somebody. But, you know, it's, there's ways about going about it. If I have to go a little longer on my journey just to keep my integrity intact, shit, I'll do that. If I got to be persecuted, so be it. Yeah, man. Just certain, I can't go out certain ways. I'm not knocking people for going out that way, but yeah. I could have did a little bit more. Yeah, Definitely. That's what I always emphasize to myself. Like, I always tell myself, I can't go like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I always tell, like, I got, I realize, too, you got to be a self-motivator. You got to you gotta encourage yourself. Yeah, exactly. You got to uplift That's yourself. That's I struggle with for, you gotta for a long yourself. time. You got to push yourself, bro. Expecting not, people that I'm with around every day to uplift me. Like, what about myself? I, I could do yeah, this myself. This gotta, is me. You got to encourage yourself. This is my spirit. Yeah, exactly. Definitely, because if you don't. You're always going to be looking for yourself in somebody else. You feel mm-hmm. me? You're always going to be looking for yourself in somebody else. Yeah, that's been one of my problems. Yeah. Trying to put myself in other people's shoes. Thinking, yeah. damn, if it was other way, I wouldn't do that. You can't think like yeah. that all the time. You just yeah. got to take shit how it, how yeah. it is. With a grain of salt. Exactly. Take it with a grain of salt. Now, yeah, you, for sure. You've been, you been keeping up with the NBA playoffs recently? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in tune. I've been in tune. I mean, ideally... I'm not well, gonna lie. let's say who you who you going for. Who I'm rooting for at this point in the series, uh, out of the whole NBA. Like who, yeah, who you want to get to the finals? Well, the team I wanted to go from the finals on the West Coast got eliminated. I was rooting for the Clippers this year. I don't know. They they showed me in whole level. I wasn't another. rooting for them, but I say just the first round in general. They showed that me, was a good first they showed, round. They showed me they showed me some basketball. Mm-hmm. Clippers, like, yeah, they was dumb. they was playing ball. They was giving the they was giving the they giving the Warriors more smoke than what Houston is right now. Yo, don't even get me started with Houston. But the man. thing about it is, I'm gonna be honest. You feel me? Like when it comes to sports, I give my opinion. The Rockets always been suspect to me. Oh, James yes, Harden yes. always been suspect to me. That's what I'm saying. Like I want to put I want to. 
put my trust in them, but they've shown for years. Like being consistent. I think it was the anniversary today of when uh, second year Dame Lillard yeah. hit that shot over James Harden's Rockets, and to when they, to yeah, to even Dwight was on the squad. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it was just like yeah, they I'm always not had that history. He's a prolific scorer, and I'm not taking away from his game, but. He don't have a game to beat the Warriors. His game not going to beat the Warriors. That ISO balls, that's not going to do gonna it. Beat it's the not going to do it. How you beat the Warriors was with toughness and grit and continuously applying pressure. You yeah. can't be having a shootout with them. They got scores for days. You know, and that's what the Clippers was yeah. exposing. The, the Clippers was playing physical basketball. Uh, yeah, that's I why I was like Houston, from. yeah, they, did, they try to, mm-hmm. like, match... Oak, um, the Warriors game, and it's like y'all can't, y'all don't even, y'all don't got the shooters, and y'all don't got honest. the defense. And then when it goes, and when if I look at the East, I feel like it's free game. I feel like the East, the East always since Brown left, the East was free game to me. I feel like anybody, any given team can take it because yeah. there's nobody consistent. Honestly. Boston shows signs of greatness. Toronto shows signs of greatness. The Sixers show moments of greatness. The Bucks show moments of greatness, but they. It's all yeah, that, but that's what I like about it too. You don't really know with the yeah. West. We know the Warriors is yeah, getting there. Yeah. The Rockets they act like it, but then yeah. they're gassed by. I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Golden State they gonna repeat. It's looking. I hate to say like that. that right now. It's looking like it, but I hate to say it. Like I don't want it to be that way, East, but it's, that's what it's gonna be. For some reason, I believe if anybody in the East can dethrone the Warriors. It is Toronto because yeah. if Kawhi is guarding the the greatest player in the world and LeBron yeah, yeah. locking him up, I believe he has a good chance against KD. You got guys yeah. like Pascal Siakam. Yeah. I think he can stick with Draymond. Yeah. I don't even know who's at the five for the Warriors, but they're not as strong with Boogie out. So whoever's um, Ibaka, mm-hmm. he's, I know he could dog out there. So, but the thing about with Toronto though, and this is what I observed with them playing the Sixers just on what night was that? That was just that was either Tuesday night, whenever I think Monday, Monday night. Remember, I went to I went to the restaurant and watched that game. But Toronto, they rely offensively too much on Kawhi. Yeah, and against even with Pascal being most improved, and with a team like Golden State, bro, a lot of people don't feel to realize they don't give Golden State this credibility. Cause we look at all the shooters, we look at the, you know, we look at the highlight aspect. But they play real good fundamental basketball. Yeah, bro. Like on when and I see off them the ball, play, like on they, and off the ball, they this, move without the ball. Out of all thirty-three teams, that is the one mm-hmm. team that you see mm-hmm. fluidity and chemistry and yeah. real teamwork. And when, Even if KD and Draymond yeah. getting into it before yeah. the game, yeah. they play like they ain't getting the problem. And, and when they play de- and when they do play defense. Iggy, that's the that's they that's they role Iggy, Now Iggy's a baller. On ball and yeah. off the ball, like right. that. That you man, know, they, they yeah. make. They, well, that's one thing about Golden State. The only, they when they turn on that switch, they turn on that switch. So you know, that's why I say they only team. They as long as they together, they are gonna dominate the league. Unfortunately, but I think KD need to leave after this year. He yeah. gonna get his I third ring, say, get his little third ring, and then branch off, the bro. Knicks, do you think he like that's the, that's the biggest name out there? But I don't see. I see. I don't know this. The Knicks got too much going on. Yeah, the Knicks is just they like got too much going on off, like outside the court, from the media, not even their front from office. the office. They got some good people in yeah, position, but they got this all black still, front office, all good. It's, it's James Dolan. I feel like the owner, because yeah. at the end of the day, the owner he yeah. James Dolan he don't know shit about basketball, bro. Yeah. 
like y'all Nick well not y'all because I know yeah. that's not your team but the Knicks yeah. they've been tanking for yeah, like the past, for quite some years yeah, now yeah three four there's five too, years there's too much going on over there and then LA they just traded Dennis they said they traded all the good talent this offseason during not this offseason during this midway season. They got rid of DeAndre Jordan, um, Dennis Smith Jr., all of them. No, they actually went to the Knicks. No, then he le- he left and went to Dallas. They left to Dallas. No, they came from Dallas. Oh, yeah, I'm tripping, yeah, I'm tripping, yeah, I'm tripping. They, they, got rid- oh, they got rid of Porzingis. Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, that's my fault. That. Forgive me. All my sports analytics, all my sports cast people, forgive me. I just had a brain fart. You feel me? I got so much going on in my head. But, yeah, absolutely. They got rid of Porzingis, and they picked them up. Yeah, I ain't like that trade. I forgot trade. the story. Los told me the other day. I ain't like that trade. I'm going to be honest. But it was like, he wasn't happy there, and just them yeah. purposely losing games. Like, I wouldn't want to yeah. be there either, to be honest with you. I hope Zion don't go there, though. Yeah, yeah. Because if y'all want to tank I while he's the, there. Pray for that, young man. <laughs> like, just get the Knicks out of there and bring the Super Sonics back if, that, if that's the plan. Yeah, they, they coming back. I hope so, because I would like to see back. the Super Sonics. I love their uniforms when I was a kid. I love their jerseys. So yeah. if they bring them back, I, you most likely won't have it by next year. KD, yeah, he, he, he's definitely going to be first ballot signee yeah, for, for sure for the Supersonics. Yeah, for me, I expected more from OKC too. They disappointed yeah, me. Yeah, huge disappointment. That boy Dame Lillard. Yeah, no, he took it to another level. I, I respect him because he ain't stepped down. Saying. He really was at Russ Book's neck. Happy birthday, Paul George! But you, you <laughs> hater. You a <laughs> hater. You know, you know, you a hater. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Shit, man. Yeah, yeah OKC, Russell Westbrook. That was a disappointment. I'm hoping next year. I thought I was going to go to game seven. So I, I, I wanted them to win, bro. Yeah. I wanted them to win. But seeing how good the Trailblazers did, you can't, you can't help but to was, want yeah, them to exceed. Them and Denver are going to be a good series, too, because Denver got some young ballers, too. I ain't going to lie. I never followed Denver this season. Yeah, I'm not I interested see. in that series, but I'm glad to see that Trailblazers came back to win yeah, one game. It's 1-1 one, one right now. Mm. Mm. So, I don't know. Just, like, Nuggets, like, I never really liked yeah, that, team. It is on the West Coast. It's hard. People fail to realize, like, your geographic really impact a lot of things, like, you, we all the way in Allentown, Pennsylvania. We not too hip to what's going on in Denver, Colorado. Yeah. We really, we sleep half the time. Them games is aired if they get any TV time because we got work in the morning. So yeah, it's hard yeah, to bro. stay up yeah. sometimes for them games. A couple of playoff games, I know mm-hmm. I fell asleep like halftime, second mm-hmm. quarter because them shits was too. That's long. the best they get from me, <laughs> for sure. What else you want to elaborate on though, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we where time talk. stamp at? Yeah, okay, all right, we've been at it for a minute. Yeah. Though. How you good? You, we, we can get, keep going if yeah. you want. I'm one, a, one more thing yeah. I want to talk about real quick is shit. <laughs> Not really, yeah, but um, we spoke on a lot. A, I mean, more getting into uh, uh, youth work because this this yeah. something that I've been re- really been wanting to get into, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. What 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 do you think? What, what can we do as young adults for the yeah. young people in, the, in our community right now? Exactly. This gonna sound funny to me. I mean, to not to me, but to a lot of people. Hearing them, hearing them out, listening to them, because they're constantly being instructed, being told what to do, shunned, frowned upon, looked down upon. Let's listen to them. Let's hear them out, so we can manage their situation. And that. Yeah, that's made me realize and, something just now. And yeah. my and my message and my mission statement with the youth is, if I could just touch one, it's hard to move the masses. You know why it's hard to move the masses? Because there's so many outside influences, and 
I ain't, you know, I ain't the one to frown upon these things because I looked upon them too. But they got music, the music culture, the rap music, hip hop, pop, whatever genre of music that they like or listen to. That's their biggest influence. If you hear any kid, if you talk to any youth right now that's going through anything or period, with what their what their scapegoat is or what they cope with or what they go to is music. So the music influence is great. They're gonna be influenced by what they listening to. But as a as a as a person that's physically invisible in their life that they could see and speak to. You got to identify what it is that's bothering them and find little micro. Also, you could probably look within yourself pointers. too. Yeah, micro, so. micro pointers to help them out and just be a voice and advocate on their behalf. Be that voice for them that they don't have. You know, help them in their conflicts. Help them in their issues. And the thing about it is people think, oh, I'm going to reach the youth. You got to go before this great gymnasium of kids. No, it, yeah. it can start with your little cousin. It could start with your nephew. It could start with yeah. That's what I was saying. Like I just realized now, brother. like, cause I've been thinking like, what, what's the best approach? Yeah. And maybe you can't really think about. It. You could probably just have to go do it. Yeah. But uh, the 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 best thing I could say, you gotta start with those that are around you. That's the best way to start. Start with those that are around you. I learned so much by dealing with the people around me. That was my teacher. That was my college. Dealing hands on with the people around me. Well, everybody's at LTRC, ESU, Strasbourg, Kutztown, Gendy's, doctorates, and whatever it is that they're pursuing, all power to you. My 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 tools, my resources, my knowledge is coming from real life encounters with the people around exactly. me. Exactly. That's how I'm learning. You know? You gotta be out there actually doing the work. Boots on ground, you feel me? So yeah. like, that's where it started with me. Just I do wanna do something this summer. Yeah. And then definitely. keep doing stuff. You could and the thing about it is once you once you realize that you got a following, because you don't want to do something out the blue and then nobody knows what you're about. Because a lot of kids, they got to know what you're about. They're not just going to buy into you. They're just as skeptical as we are mm -hmm. or just as skeptical as we was. What you, what's that about? Oh, ooh, ooh, what's that about? Oh, I don't know if I want to go over there. I'm only going over there if my man's Philip and Bill and Joe is going. If Philip, Bill, and Joe is not going, I'm not going. And how many times we want to do stuff, but if one of us wasn't going, we all not going. Yeah. So, you know, so... You got to really identify with who you're dealing with. And then you got to realize which, what's the need. What's their need? Like so many times we think money or, or but it's not always about money. It could just be quality time. Yeah, just spending time, time with somebody. Just, just shooting shoo like at the I'm here park for with them yeah. or just throwing a baseball with them or throwing a football with them or, you know what, man, let me take you out to lunch. Like it's simplicity. We... We make things so much more challenging than what it has to be. It's the simple things. Because you want them... The, the point is to build a relationship with you that they could trust you. Yeah, because I know you can't... Like, yeah, you could go out and just talk to people, yeah. but they're going to be like, okay. And then the next right, day, so they're look, go, going off into I'm a, a tangent. I'm, I'm going to give you an example. And this would be a beautiful idea. But like, just say we had a, a, a day where we just all put together money and we got a big bouncy house and we booked out a tent or a, a thing well, and we had a field day yeah like yeah that's that's cool that's but, cool but it won't be as impactful yeah I, I was thinking more like yeah kids that young too but kids yeah. that was the age that we was at 16, 17, 17 and then yeah. eventually oh, yeah. or everybody yeah, no. you know what I mean? well, I'm just everybody. giving you an example you could do something on that scale that by the eye would attract somebody but at the same time 
if it don't apply with your mission statement or what yeah, you really not, got going on, it's not gonna really. It has move. to be a, a structure. Yeah, built. yeah, for sure. And but I'm not gonna lie too. Though. I'm gonna be honest though. When you're dealing with 16, 17, 18 year olds, it's a lot. Of, it's a challenge. Cause you gotta realize. I feel it, like they, with, they, they the young, you, with the younger kids, they're so innocent that son, they don't even know what we addressing sometimes. Bro, I've been encountering 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds that talk more and know more than what I knew at that age. And it's yeah. scary. Yeah. Because the, the time we're living in, bro, these kids are growing up and being exposed to so much. And we're in a generation where parents are befriending their children, whereas instead of instructing them and nurturing and raising them up, they're so busy trying to be their friend that you got these 12, 13-year-old girls knowing things that they shouldn't be knowing, at least until they're 17, 18. So there's a, it's a new shift in the youth. Outside school district building more schools because they don't got enough room for all these kids. Yeah, I don't know. I still so, don't know what that building twenty one so, shit is. So but. what I'm trying to say is, that there's a new generation of children raising up that are of all different places, of all different households. So, like I said, you identify with that youth, whatever youth it is that you encounter, bro. There's some youth that I deal with that be hooked on drugs that I never, I never personally was hooked on drugs. I don't want to identify with drug substance abuse, but you know that compassion. And if you got the heart for it, you can do whatever. That's just the moral of it, bro. So well, let it come to you. That's my, my if I had advice with that with you, and whatever projects that I end up working on or pre presenting or come forward in the near future, I'll definitely involve yeah, you in it and tap you into it. Definitely you know, gonna be working, bro. You know, it's definitely. it's it's just for a greater cause. We're gonna do greater things. It's so much more to us than what meets the eye. We just haven't been revealed to it yet. And when the day come, that time come, it's going to be revealed. And they're going to be like, wow, those young men were young men that I used to hang with, I used to chill with, I used to smoke with, I used to drink with, I used to kick it with. But look what they're doing. They're putting it on for people. They're putting their people in position. And that's my greatest mission statement. Me, as a person, is to advance my people, to help my people, to uplift my people, to take us to grounds that we were unfamiliar with. And that's just me. That's me as an individual. That's Cal. That's who I am. And... I'm going to fight the good fight. You know, I'm going to fight the fight because there's evil combating that every day. Don't think it's a cakewalk. There's, there's going to be people that's going to rise up against you. The laws of the land may raise up against you. Persecute. It's going to come, but you got to stay determined and you got to believe that this mission is greater than you. And once you got that zeal, that press, you go, you go through it. Bro, you, you feel me? It's, it's going to get better. It's going to be, we're going to see a better day. Yeah. We're going to see a better day. That's for sure. Always and forever. I always believe that. Right. What we're going through right now is temporary. A lot of stuff we're going through right now is just teaching us, preparing us to what for what's to come. This right here, this podcast, bro, this is just a small beginning for you. This is humble beginnings. This is a small start. Yeah, bro, man, I was trying to keep it afloat. You feel me, bro? I, I was, bro, I'm going to give you a little insight on, on, on me. Every Friday night at my church, I preach. Every Friday night, every Friday night, I'm there preaching. Don't nobody come. Don't nobody come. Like, once in a blue, people came, but people don't come. But it was preparing me. It's preparing me. Then when I went to Virginia, boom, I was able to perform and speak before the people. Because practice, it was preparation. It was easy to get discouraged because I ain't talking to nobody. Ain't nobody here. Ain't nobody want to hear this. So just like you right now, I'm trying to put it in retrospect for you as in a position as a humble beginning where a lot of people may overlook your work or may not fully take into your work. You keep doing it. Because before you know it, one person is going to turn to 20 people. Then 20 going to turn to 60. Then eight, 60 turns to 100. Then before you know it, you might have your own big platform. So if this is your vision, this is your dream, this is your desire, stay with it. 
I don't care if you got to record 20 more episodes down here. 30, 40, 50. There's going to be a pressure that's going to rise up against you to make you hinder you, to delay it, to make you give up on it, but you stay with it. Don't get discouraged. Stay encouraged. I ain't going to lie. That shit kind of almost had me choked up. But that's real, bro. We're going to end this here. Hey, man. I appreciate my brother. Hot. My good friend. Love you, Kurt bro. Kurt Cow coming Always. through, helping me do this episode. 40 days. 40, 40 days. Nights. 40 nights coming soon. Coming soon. This is probably the longest episode podcast we had so far, but I'm glad I was able to do it with my brother here. So I'm just know, glad you had me here to do it with you, my boy. If you definitely, if you want, bro, you, you know, back, you're always right? welcome. Always yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah. In the future, we've spent back. You know, I double back mm -hmm. for sure. This has been the Space Station Podcast, and we out.